Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 11, Episode 9, The Hidden Empire. The Hidden Empire. Oh, shit. $50 bill. $50 bill. Yeah, in case you couldn't understand my authentic Wuhan region accent. Exactly. It's the Hidden Empire. You learn Cantonese from me, huh, Wayne? Yeah. You learned how to say I look. <laughs> you still learn how to say I look sick in Cantonese. Oh, so nice. <laughs> oh, I believe it's from the this province and that and whenever mm. Mountain Dew mm. cream of some guy. Oh, he's going woo ham on that virus over there. Oh, and I prefer a sweet and sour pork. Yes, sweet and sour pangolin apparently is what they've been eating. There you go. <laughs> that rough bat, my friend. You got to burn that hair off. Everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, you know who also ate bats? Three amigos. Okay. Oh, you're right. They crisp up that wing and. Eat it before they say goodnight, Ned. That's what I was saying, though, is that um, pangolins technically are what they actually ate. Uh, the bat thing was just slightly off. Mm. Pangolins are like an armadillo-style creature, mm. which, as we know, American armadillos are carriers of fucking syphilis and all sorts of normally what would be STDs. Yeah, that's how I got it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think a lot of... <laughs> Rub an old armadillo of... on my ding-dong. Right. <laughs> not, <laughs> not an old dildo on my no. ding-dong. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Rammed it up my <coughs> ram hole. As Joey's can, got a little corona here. I was going to say, so. as you can hear, I had a just a coronita virus. Um you know, buckets were uh, dollar coronitas, and if you get two tacos with it, you get the chips and the guac for free. And it's well worth it, my friends, because yes. that is fresh avocado here oh, yes. in beautiful, sunny Southern California, <laughs> getting them straight from Mexico. Yes. Um, yeah, I think uh, 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 I think it's Monday. I don't know, because I've been put on quarantine by work, so I'm working from home for two weeks. Yeah, even though he doesn't have <laughs> coronavirus. Right. So he uh, says. Yeah, I got sick. Uh, Wednesday, and I was still kind of just catching up on sleep, and work was very stressful, and then I had, like, dog training clients after work and all sorts of other things, so I, did, I wasn't coming home very late, till very late. Um, Monday, Tuesday, the weekend was kind of busy, and uh, so then Wednesday, I just came home and felt like shit. I was having kind of chills and fever and stuff like that. Uh, you had those fever dreams. I was worried about that, but luckily it broke, mostly before I went to bed. Because that's the fucking worst part. Is you you can't you're get comfortable and you're stressed. just stressed. Yes, um, but uh, yeah. So just called in, I emailed in sick, and uh, made the mistake of telling them my symptoms, which was a, a small fever, a cough, and sinus snot stuff. And uh, that's that 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 Corona 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 Corona. I mean the thing that thing that thing that thing that thing that thing that the thing that triggered them though was that I told them I was super exhausted and I just wanted to go home, pull down the shades, watch some scary movies, exactly. and was feeling sick. And they're like, oh my God, that is that is 1,000% coronavirus yeah. because everyone knows that that guy loved doing that exact same combination but opening up a bunch of coronas and watching scary movies yes. all night. And just getting sucked down that vortex of... Scary movie after scary movie mm-hmm. after scary movie, and then you're scared, 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 scared. Yes, because you just get sucked down that hole. And with the beauty of Netflix, are you still watching? Right. You just click, keep clicking yes and keep going down that hole and just exhaust yourself further. I thought you were going to work 
uh, your Ryan Sprague clip from last week. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep going. I wanted it. Yeah, you <laughs> know, some cage. You just gotta <laughs> get in and out of that hole every yeah. now and then. Did you Did you play that on the regular show or was it on the Patreon? Oh, that was here. It was, was. Reg. Okay. Full reg. Did we record Monday last week? Yes. And that's the last time we recorded. Yeah, because we skipped Friday. 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 Fridays. 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 Uh, yeah, because we didn't need to for Patreon, because those filthy pigs right. out there for our Patreon pigs, yep. uh, they had already gotten their slop fill that week, right. so we only needed one more this coming week. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, because we went to the Tim and Eric thing on Friday night. Exactly. Uh, we wouldn't we have should, had enough time. We should save that for the uh, uh, Mrs. McCommom's uh, cocksucker, caw, apostrophe K, sucker, how are you doing? segment today there you go so she's the sponsor uh how you she doing got those, steve i'm doing good she got that first so how you doing is sponsored by our newest patreons and or first people to the twitch mm-hmm. and leave a comment bo bandy just barely yeah. missed it yes but we'll get to you bo bandy because you have a little bit of content you provided us which yeah. we always appreciate he's a lot busier with his daughters now for positive reasons because last week's episode helped him to become a better father apparently. exactly Compared to my father, who is getting suggested to him as a friend on Facebook, which it should always <laughs> accept. You should always accept. Yes, your well, Bandy is an it now. It should yeah. always <laughs> accept. Uh, I'm doing okay. It's Monday, feeling good. The time change, uh, thankfully, mm. didn't throw me off too topical, bad. Topical, topical. Didn't throw me off too bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I've been waking up at like six thirty in the yeah. morning, so now it's like, oh, that's like seven seven thirty. So again, what it time wasn't are you going to bed at night. Uh, midnight sometimes, mm. sometimes 10, mm. sometimes 9.30, <laughs> probably 11, <laughs> anywhere after 9 p.m. Got but yeah, I'll, I'll just naturally wake up at like 6.30 yeah. and be good. But now that's 7.30, so I set my alarm to just kind of wake me up a little bit earlier, earlier. I don't right. have the shades down. I don't have coronavirus. Right. I do not need that. Right. So the sun will kiss me with its beautiful lips in the right. morning and just raise my eyebrows open enough so that mm-hmm. my eyelids will follow. Yeah. And I will just be ready for the fucking yeah. day. Bouncing off the roof of the old shed and the rusty chains of the disc golf catcher we have out there. Exactly. The old possums that might be dead, but I'm not totally sure because <laughs> right. they still kind of move. Right. Uh, you also yeah. plugged up the possum hole under the crawl space under your house. Oh, I didn't. Matt, my fat Matt did that. And that, so there might be actual dead possums well, under there now. We can only be so lucky. Skeleton possums under there. There we go. Prime fixing for stew. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing okay. Feeling good. We had a, a long weekend yeah. of LA trips. Yes. Friday we went up to Modern Times for mm. a little dinner and drinks, and then went over around the corner to the <laughs> for Ace some reason, Hotel. Is it like dinner and dancing? <laughs> dancing, 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 dancing. Uh, and we saw the Tim and Eric Live Mandatory Attendance yeah, Tour. Yeah, the Tim and Eric 2020 Mandatory Attendance Tour. Exactly. The so, penultimate show, the second to the final night. Yes, so Friday was that night, and then yes. yeah, Saturday was the final. So I laughed tremendously throughout yeah. the whole show. One point, I was literally almost going to puke because yeah. I was laughing so <laughs> yeah, hard. I hadn't heard you laugh that hard in a long time. I hadn't either, and I, that's why I was happy because it's yeah. like, I haven't been to the theaters and laughed that hard, just stuff in general. Like, oh, you I haven't get laughed going. that hard at the theater. Um, but yeah, so check it out. There's there's a segment they do on check YouTube with... Uh, Tim Heidecker, where he does like a fake cooking show. Yeah, it's like Tim's Kitchen Hour or something like something that. Something like that. And uh, there's Pittsman's uh, Mustard yeah. as a sponsor. So they worked that in. And during the show, they had actual, this like almost demigod like creature, which they tend to drift into. 
Tim's kitchen tips. There you go. <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> the the thumbnail for the YouTube video is him holding up the Pittsman's yeah, mustard. See. <laughs> uh, and they just had this like worship song chant, and and yeah. the way he was moving so slow and dressed, and then pulled yes. out this like mustard wiener where right. he like pissed it all over. And he had like an old uh, like drama comedy like mask, like an old almost like so imagine operatic mask. Imagine. Or the buckethead mask, which is the pure white oh, mask, the, but painted the yellow. The stupid Jabberwockies mask. Exactly. Like exact Same math. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mask. Math. That mask. mask. Uh, <laughs> but yellow. So anyway. So yeah. It's just I was literally dying hey, laughing. We're talking China now. It was great. <laughs> Synchronicity. <laughs> and then Sunday we went back to LA where Bobandy asked a question here. Right. So we went to the Modern Times League preview party for yes. league members. So thrilling. Joseph and I all went up to the Hi-Hat in Highland Park, yes. uh, had some lovely brewskis, and we hit up some food. We had burgers. We did not go to In-N-Out, Bobandy. That was... Oh, In-N-Out's a once-weekly thing for us around yeah, here, Bobandy. That, that's on. easy to get. That's if, as easy as McDonald's, Burger King, Bobandy, Jack in the Box, or the gay bar. You clearly <laughs> didn't read my goddamn post where I tagged where I was where it's burgers never say die. Right. Uh, so that's a classic smash. Recommended by Eric Wareheim of exactly. Tim and Eric, because he's a big foodie and yes. uh, wino. So. Yeah, so a, we ordered, and then it was about a half an hour wait just to get our burgers. And that yeah. place does do the in-and-out style, where it's just yeah. fries, burger. Yeah. It's like seven things on the menu total. Drink, whatever. Uh, and we each got a couple smash burgers, yeah. so they tell you thin. They tell you, painted on the counter, order two. Exactly. And, and I two, was glad they did. Was enough for me, but I think you guys could have kept going. You I mean, we'd had a bunch of fucking donuts that day too. We yeah, went we to did go to friend, donut which was friend. very good. Yeah, I think if I had, if I had been like fucking, st- I mean, I don't know. But regardless, you can't see any of well, the food unless you're watching someone eat. So it's like yeah. a very streamlined, mellow, just counter. Yeah. And but yeah, if I was hungry, I could fucking crush four or five of those fucking burgers. They yeah, and good. they're all double cheeseburgers, yeah. pickles, mustard, ketchup, and that's it. Right. Uh, and tomato, I think. No, no tomato. Oh, no, you're right. Because I heard him say yeah, no. Yeah. I remember hearing mustard. Explicit, mustard. That's what yeah. I said. Did I say ketchup, tomato, or ketchup, pickles, mustard? Yes. And that's it. Correct. Um, <laughs> In a but super good. But the burger pop-up, there's a burger pop-up across the street. <laughs> yeah, literally across the street. But Ballin from work was like, oh, that's a super burger, f- uh, super famous burger person who oh. only does pop-ups. Oh. And he's like, if I was there, I would have had both. Oh, wow. Which I'm like, I jokingly threw that out, and then everyone's like, no, we shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, where I'm like, fuck, I guess we should have, yeah. because that dude like only does pop-ups mm. and is like inspired a lot of these burger places. Oh. Um, hmm. So even that's why the people at <clears throat> Burgers Never Say Die were like, oh, you should, we should go over there and try those burgers. Mm. But um, yeah, it had that nice, crispy, almost like uh, corned beef hash kind of like yeah. crispness to it. Because they were like very, very thin, thin smash-style yeah. burgers. Yeah, which and... harkens back to the burgers <clears throat> of the 30s, where yeah. it was very, you know. Not these big, thick, elaborate like onion right. rings and other. Yeah, other these are bullshit. fried burgers. Yeah, crispy fried burgers. Exactly. No, so, none of that juice is going through a griddle into the fire. No, to be smoked and brothed by the gods above. It's exactly. all sitting there in and cr- in the meat and crisping it up as yeah. well. It was um, quite delicious. But I think I it. think I'm on your train that you talked about a long time ago. Uh, the butt fuck express. No, it was the 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 not liking. Thick burger patties, yeah, unless no. they are an extremely high quality artisan burger where it's right. like like real actual filet mignon steak meat that's ground up and you can actually eat yeah. it rare or something and it's good. Exactly. And, but I'm I'm with you because it's so 
so many places do the fucking. I mean, Carl's Jr. Hardee's is like the famous one with the thick right. burger, but I'm like, because it's the six dollar burger. That's the restaurant burger. Yeah, it used no. to be the six dollar burger. But uh, but even that, that's always fucking burnt to shit and whatever. Anyway, I haven't. Yeah, had those it's for just years, dry but, gray meat. That's but I would rather have if you're gonna have it on that flat fucking griddle like most fast food places. Yeah. Give me that those thin patties and stack mm-hmm. those patties high exactly. if you want. Exactly. Stack them as high as you can go. It makes a huge difference. What's the what's the thickest burger patty wise you've ever had? Uh, stacking. Oh, stacking. Uh, probably a four by four. I was gonna say four by four. Yeah. I had it at a place that was a bootleg in and out around mm-hmm. here in Costa Mesa. I which it's not even the same name anymore, but mm-hmm. I think it's still the same thing. But yeah, yeah, they used to, it was the Grand Slam. So it was four patties, four cheese, mm-hmm. get some fries. But even then, it got too much. Yeah. Like I'd rather have two double doubles yeah. than a four by four because just exactly. that too much meat and cheese. If there's like, if I'm like in a weird space where I'm like half, be, half being healthy, half not being, but also starving. And, and, cra- and craving, craving from the meat. land beyond where my woman is. <laughs> <laughs> I will do a three by three at In and Out, but that's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. That's if like I'm just like starving for, but it's a snack at the same yeah. time because In and Out burgers are kind of small, but they're yeah, all you can fresh do ingredients and whatever. I'll do two double doubles all day. That's usually my go to. Yeah. Um, but a three by three is solid, but it is on the verge. And a four by four, it's not gross, but it it now doesn't really taste like an In and Out burger anymore because yeah. it just tastes mostly like the beef. And I think, f- and then you get the shits. Four or six is as big as you can go at In and Out because you used yeah. to be able to get a twenty by twenty, right. and it just would like fuck up everything there, mm-hmm. and it'd piss them off. So they finally <clears throat> like. 10 or 15 years ago, put right. a thing in where it's like, no, no, only four by four. Only four by four. <laughs> yes, the classically, uh, yeah. the Hindu man as opposed yeah. to the white family Fair. woman yeah, exactly. uh, who owns in and out now, the granddaughter or whatever. <laughs> allow such trash. <laughs> I'm, uh, to control this quality, I'm going to okay. adopt, I'm going to appropriate a race and I'm going to be an old Indian man yeah. and everyone will forget that I'm a heroin addict that's had two abortions <laughs> even though I'm a hyper-Christian woman. Exactly. Yes. Get that filth out of mm. me because I didn't get the filth. I let yes. the filth in me so I got to get the filth <laughs> out. Uh, but Wayne, says he has, we have Jack's Old Fashioned Thin Patty. Oh, that's something different out here. <laughs> <laughs> Jacking <laughs> off's Old Thin Patty. <laughs> Yeah, you ever jacked up on Thin Patty <laughs> yeah. over there? Huh? Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> She's only about 70 pounds now. Yeah. Lots of meth. <laughs> yeah. Doug really, really turned her over and uh, just didn't do well. Yeah, and, she's uh, never recovered. From yeah, that. And, uh, we call him Skeeter now for a whole nother reason. <laughs> um, How are you doing, Joseph? Uh, I mean, we had <coughs> a weekend together. Saturday, yeah. I did oh, a lot of nothing, though, which um, was nice. Yeah. Uh, Friday, we had our afternoon together. Uh, I worked my I worked from home that day by choice, but then was called by HR and said, "Hey, wanted to see how you were doing, but please stay home for two weeks." Because our 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 job is taking coronavirus shit like ex- they've canceled all travel, they've canceled all all like any meeting with more than fifteen people, they've canceled basically, and so which I guess is nice. It's just it's it seems a little excessive, but but I've seen other people, someone at. Just supposed to like, I'm waiting for my office to officially close for coronavirus because they were the only person in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Man, they could have jacked off on Thin Patty all day. <laughs> Whatever you want. No um, cameras. But uh, yeah, now it turns out I'll be working from home. And I found all these cameras <laughs> just following me around while I... <laughs> Wait, are you Hancock or Bagans? Bagans. Okay. <laughs> you're like, and I found all these cameras. cameras. 
And it was quite thrilling. My name is Graham Bagan. <laughs> <laughs> I never believed will. in DMT <laughs> until I had an experience when I was young. Yes. <laughs> and then I, I've been slashed and forward. <laughs> slashed and forward. Slashed and Like a URL, forward slash. Exactly. And pushed <laughs> forward into this world with a new set of glasses. Right. My father used to force me to eat light bulbs when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> Stick my tongue through chaining fence. Uh <laughs> Um, actually, a uh, quick Ghost Adventure side note, uh, and y'all patrons and non well, well, okay, okay, hold on a sec, hold on. Yeah, let's, let, what patrons, is, pat- what is Patreon, Joe? Precious. <laughs> uh, patreon.com slash probing ancient probing ancient probing ancient probing ancient sorry um uh is where you can get uh for five dollars a month or more two exclusive podcasts from us every single month one of which is adventurous ghost our ghost adventures podcast that's a formatted much much the same as probing ancient aliens but uh uh where we delve into the world of the more of the paranormal ghosty stuff than um uh alien stuff but as worlds are slowly colliding exactly as hellier has taught us, which hell year we did a full review, discussion, and spoiler cast on uh, last month on Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Uh, <laughs> we also do probing deeper episodes, which are probing deeper into elements or people, uh, personalities of the ancient aliens, conspiracy theory, paranormal UFO world. Uh, we've done, you know, fucking, I was going to say ride alongs. We've done mystery science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Side hopped. <laughs> yeah. We've done mystery science theater 3000 kind of live commentaries on. Uh, events that we saw at Contact in the Desert that you yeah. can be privy to. Uh, we we do a lot of reviews of, like, uh, most recently, David Wilcox, The Cosmic Secret. And then our first patron episode was his documentary, Above Majestic, about right. the Majestic 12 or the Illuminati, the reptilians, all that shit. So we'll just kind of pick something that is in this space but yeah. isn't the Ancient Aliens show. So, right. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, the uh, I think I was talking about the Hellier thing because you said those words right. were colliding. Oh, we're, oh, no, we're talking about Ghost Adventures. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I watched, the new season started last week, and uh, the first episode was a possession episode, and though, like with the demon, those were the best, because you actually feel bad for the people on the show, because whether they're mentally ill or getting possessed, right. they are usually just these people that are like clearly not actors, and they're going through something really fucking horrible in their life. Yeah. Um, and you do wonder, like, why, why would they just make this shit up, you know, you know, 25 years into their marriage and they're just this normal fucking couple and the guy used to work right. at a fucking metal plant and the yeah. wanted she used nothing to be lady to do of the night. And <laughs> weird right. Yeah, I mean, they were a fucking couple, right. okay? You hired the both yes. of them, you get a party, mm-hmm. you get a play. But uh, I'll, I'll be interested in like seven years when we catch up to the current episodes, um, assuming we keep doing it just once a month, but yeah. uh, the second episode this week was Franklin Castle... Uh, in a, in Cleveland, Ohio, which is apparently the most paranormal investi- uh, the most paranormal location mm-hmm. in um, Ohio, and it's like a house from the 1800s that was built. They theorize that the fucking dad killed all the kids that were born there. Six of his right. kids died in there. All this stuff it was cursed, and uh, but there's a piece of evidence in that show that is so good that it seems too good to be true and fake. It's the first time I've ever been like, I don't know, man. Like it's so like. They basically capture a shadow figure. <clears throat> so Bill, Bill Tully. I'm you a, love the shadow. Oh, yeah. You're, there was another time there was a shadow figure in your shit in your And pants. we did it. On, yeah, that was That's an early episode say, yeah. um, down in the uh, something penitentiary where they were like under the basement or something mm, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or in the basement under the whole property. 
Um, we talk about that's like episode four or five of our show, but because um, we go talk the about show. my butt like that, that's my whole property. Okay, <laughs> um, I will do with it as I want. You're welcome to whole property. Yeah. <laughs> I am welcoming dumping, <laughs> toxic waste, and uh, any sort of insertion. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill Tully um, is down in the basement of this place, and there is a window that leads. You know, it's it's one of those little. Um, uh, small windows that's at the floor level at the top of the ceiling in the basement. It's, you know, seven feet but up then or ground so, level. but it's ground level yeah. outside. And it's fucking weird because there's an alcove in front of it that you technically could walk, but you'd have to, like, walk on your knees to be in front of it. And there's a shadow figure that he's he's listening for these knocks that are he's hearing. Mm-hmm. And just right, very extremely clearly, because the street lights are coming, shining into the window of this, this window. Sorry, yeah. the glass of this window. <laughs> More windows inside. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and there's a shadow figure that looks like a fucking alien that just it walks up from nowhere. Mm-hmm. It walks out from out of frame, walks up, sits there for about six seconds, and then just kind of gives like a single like wave like this and then starts walking away. But there's a fucking wall there. It couldn't walk there. And it just passes through. So it's but so it it's seems, in front of the window. It's in front of the window. And then Zach, of course, immediately goes outside to see if anyone's there and whatever. So it's on the outside of the window or yeah, inside Tully, the building? Bill Tully was on the inside in, in the inside. And of he's the filming out? He had an X camera clear. Like, he's center frame on that X yeah. camera. And so it's a wider shot. And you can see through right the behind window. him. Yeah, he's in the mid-ground. And then this is in the background okay. where you see this okay. coming yeah. in. So uh, how do you... so? The ki- Sorry, I'm just trying to get it. So the camera. How do you know the kid was straight? Oh, he knew. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the camera's filming what's happening outside of the window. It's yeah. You can see the window because I'm imagining the window's like literally level with the grass. Um, it is, but of course, because you're inside the basement, Bill Tully is about face level with yeah. the window. So, so he's looking outside into this courtyard. He is doing something else, distracted, and Jay Wasley mm-hmm. and Zach Bagans are at nerve center, mm-hmm. and they're looking at they're looking at Billy's evidence gathering. Right, and they fucking see it, and Billy does not. And that's what I'm saying. It, but it's happening outside, not yes. inside. As if someone stood in front of the window, which has like some curtains, all like like lace curtains yeah. or something on. I'm it. I'm just imagining like a brick size window. Like how big is this window? Then? It's it's probably only about a foot high and two feet wide. So, so they're standing in front of it. So it's like that. So that's all I'm saying is like, how do you see that? Because it's it's like slightly like the way it's framed. He's slightly on the corner of it, and so you see it right behind like him, diagonally like yeah. forty. And, and this is like a out. thirty foot shot. So it's it's yeah. very you could there, you can see the window and him kind of in front of it and below mm-hmm. it. So, um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's so. It almost looks like CG or some dude fucking went over there, but you can't physically walk the way this thing walked around there because it had this smooth, normal gait, but there's a fu- there's only like a wall. There's this alcove where it could have stood up, but if it stood up, it would have been hunched over mm-hmm. because it's only about a three-foot space of the window. It's very weird. So, yeah. again, it was like such a good piece of evidence, light years better than everything they ever capture on the fucking show. Right. So that's where I'm like, and and the fact that Zach and Jay don't freak the fuck out, like they go, what was that? What was that? Like they do the classic big and like that kind of shit. But they're not like, I've seen them freak out so much harder over so much over, you know, a fucking voice on the SB7 spirit box going like, the devil, the devil. And they're like, the devil. And they all freak out. But I don't know. They wanted the double, the daily double. (laughs) Right. The double double, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're missing Jack's uh, thin patty off. Jack's old fashioned thin <laughs> right. patty double cheese. There we go. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you want extra bacon canyons on that? <laughs> yep. The deeper, the better, my friend. That's what I would say. <laughs> Uh, the deeper to kill yourself. With. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I would encourage everyone to go watch that newest episode, Franklin Castle. Uh, we should do a whole Patreon episode on just that piece of evidence. <laughs> you should watch it this yeah. week. No, but uh, but it's it's interesting. It but it, it I'm not going to segue into this episode yet because as you know, the first 45 minutes are reserved <laughs> for non ancient aliens yeah. talk. Okay. As all of our new listeners that give us one and two star reviews, we call this bit the side chatter. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Side uh, chowder, chowder. Yeah. and that's <laughs> where I'm chowder. stewing some chowder. Chowder. Yeah. Um, no, like that's that's the funny thing. We've said it a billion times, but the shows that we listen to, it's it. There are there there are two kinds of people in this world. Okay, the Chinese. No, uh, <laughs> there are two kinds of people with podcasts. The people that like the people on the podcast, and right. the people that only like the subject matter. Right. And on honestly, honestly, couldn't care less about the people there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's for Dusty Tweedhope out there. Uh, that's for well, all your arc welders yeah. and dig uh, welders and uh, hey, surf welcome, drinkers. Welcome to the aquarium of the Pacific. Dig <laughs> <Yeah>. arc welding. <laughs> you know, here in Long Beach, <laughs> and we just stand outside and uh, yell for money. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you got a dollar, 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 dollar. Was that Thin Patty over yeah. there? How about some sense? Maybe fifty. I got no sense. 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 I can't do shit. Do shit. Do shit. Do shit. I hate myself. 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 Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Back to Steve. But yeah, and and it's one of those things where it's one of those things. Yeah. We're always like, it's one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's favorite genre. Of exactly. Music. Yeah. Um, Mid, late, no, late 90s. Yeah, like late 2000. 90s rap rock bullshit, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, no, like we're, we're like, I don't know, not that we would, we're going to, but it's just one of those things where it's like, those are the kind of people that are never going to like our kind of show anyway. Right. And so, and again, if you want the pure lecture educational version of ancient aliens just watch the actual exactly. show <laughs> yeah, why would you, you want to in depth anything right. or any person's take <laughs> yeah or just look up all the different types of ancient aliens episodes on other people's shows right and watch that i don't know exactly uh speaking of which i listened to the reese darby uh, oh yeah podcast in his second episode he talks about ancient aliens but his podcasts are like short 35, maybe 40-minute yeah. episode, so he briefly touches on it. Mm-hmm. But they do... So if, if I've you never like, listened to a podcast regularly that's that short. Yeah, I feel it's like less than an well, hour Spotify is a little... exclusive, oh, and I think okay. they're finding their <laughs> way. Yeah. Um, he's obviously a super famous improv and actual movie Yeah, Australian comedian. national. Uh, nope. G'day, mate. Nope, he's uh, <laughs> uh, New Zealand. Australian national, <laughs> close because that's the cl- that, well, that's the big joke in because yeah. uh, he's in Flight yeah. of the Concords. New Mexico, Arizona, you're fucking American. Okay, exactly. come on, you're not just a cowboy. Uh, <laughs> where they're always joking about, no, we're from New Zealand, uh, <laughs> and he was in uh, not Spice, I guess. Uh, what we do he in was the on the Spice Channel, exactly. <laughs> very nice. He was yeah. very erotic and showed us how to pepper and, and salt different right. types of soups. Right. But uh, yeah, was he one of the werewolves? You said yeah, he's one of the werewolves, yeah. and then he was the manager in Flight of the Concord. Right, right. He's gonna be at Contact in the Desert doing yeah. an actual like two hour podcast. So we'll see. It's really like interesting. This. Yeah. Um, but they like he kind of does the full improv thing 
I'm trying to think what would that show with Drew Carey? It's like, what's my next, or whose line is it anyway? Uh, what's my name again? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it whose line is it yeah, anyway? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I actually got that. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, but it's like, Off oh, New Zealand. They're, they're reporting this and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, well, we actually have the 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 pilot. Oh, I see. And, da, da, and they go into like a 30 yeah. second bit and right. then move on and, and talk about it. So he hasn't, he hasn't dove too deep. Or like I feel like he's gonna it's get divin. in the world exactly. <laughs> Isn't divin in the hidden? Uh, but it's I mean it's fun so far. But yeah. it's like not crazy like analyzing. It, did you say it's all about ancient aliens? No, only his second episode. Oh, it was God, like God. ancient aliens. This it's a different so, subject like, each time. Touches on different stuff. Got so it. again, very briefly touching on ancient oh. aliens. So. <laughs> ancient astronaut theories. He says. Astronaut. Exactly. So give it a listen. It's a yeah. Spotify exclusive. They need all the help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking working actor exactly. and needs yeah. the help yeah. he can yeah. get from two people who are nobodies. Who are pieces of shit. Yes. Who talk about uh, flinging mayonnaise from their <laughs> podundus ariandus. From their flesh spoons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we are. Scooping baggy, baby eggs up. There we go. <laughs> bacon's eggs. <laughs> Can I get some bacon and eggs? I'm just sucking down bacon's eggs. Bacon and eggs. Now, uh, you don't want that green bacon and eggs. Oh, yeah. That's if uh, Ghost Adventures crew opens up a diner uh, outside the gift shop of the Haunted Museum yeah. in Las Vegas. And so, just pure puke. Yeah. We still, we do need to plan, we have to plan a trip. And it could be a guy's trip because my wife will not go in that haunted museum. I will not uh, touch that with my fingers. She said she would like maybe go in the lobby or outside. I <laughs> wouldn't go in. Yeah, but uh, but we could plan a Vegas trip to visit that haunted museum. There you go, and then do a review on Patreon for That's it. Ain't it. So, um, I'll be I've out heard, there. For I've heard mixed reviews. Punk from rock it. bowling. Oh right, what's but. that? It's uh, Labor Day week, not Labor Day. Sorry, Memorial Day weekend. Now who's doing that for? So you? it's a weekend uh, before <laughs> before contact in the desert. That's why I'm going to take the whole week off. Because oh, I don't yeah. need to be out. I don't need to go back to that fucking job. <laughs> uh, no, it's with Tabula Rasa. Got it. At Punk Rock Bowling, we'll be selling shirts, and I'm just going to come home on Tabula t-shirt. Rasa, a t-shirt brand. Exactly. Got it. Check out tabularasaops.com. <laughs> um, yeah, you designed the site, right? Uh, yeah, I built it. <laughs> I didn't design the tees, but I designed. Well, the yes. Site. <laughs> no, you just do all the teasing. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's cock tees, cock torture videos, uh, chastity films. Again, only one kind of tease, <laughs> <laughs> but you do all the teasing. Cock teasing, cock torture, chastity belt films. <laughs> it's a version of teasing. <laughs> Not like feather teasing, yeah, yeah. tickle teasing. <laughs> oh, no, I go ballsy, my friend. <laughs> um, uh, I sell those for about 50 bucks, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> the t-shirts on there? Yeah. That's expensive for the t-shirts. The tees. <laughs> the tees hurts. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why it's painful stuff, because it's tees hurts. Right. Um, the, I'm interested as well to listen to, uh, speaking of Ryan Sprague, which we weren't speaking of, but he has an episode where these two gals wrote a book called like overcoming death or something like that. I think I, oh, I just, oh, well, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I was one of the first people to like that post uh-huh. and then a, and then I liked your like, well, this guy follow. who has like the, like. he has the queer files podcast. <laughs> Followed me, like in, <laughs> like right after that. So it's the Q files. Your personal account. My personal account. Oh boy. Uh, it's a Q files podcast, and then this man, Shane McClelland, oh. he also followed me. So he did a double down. He was mm. really into what he was seeing. So like I said, my biggest fan base is older women and gay men. Oh so yeah, this guy's stoked. <laughs> 
uh, and, and Stranger I, Things fans. And the only thing, yeah, <laughs> and but the only thing I think of is because I like in, like early liker of the Ryan Sprague. Right. Ryan Sprague questionable, but he talks about a girlfriend all the time yes. now. So he shows who knows pictures of them <laughs> together and yes. so happy. But I never grow a beard <laughs> because my beard is this beautiful lady right here. <laughs> I don't have to hide behind any kind of weird thing. I'm still waiting for him to reveal what that cryptic tweet was all about. Um, he probably won't. You'll you'll probably have to ask him that straight up. Yes. Yeah. If he deleted it, I don't think he would right. come out. And of course, or of it. course, unless there is a huge news story that comes out in the next couple months. Right. About this is what I was talking because uf- ufologist, yeah, right. but because he deleted um, it for a reason. Yeah. So. Um, we have a couple uh, new reviews this week in our Reaching for the Stars segment. Uh, Reaching for the Stars is where we ask you, the little probers and probets out there, to give us a five-star rating on your podcast service of choice. <laughs> preferably, <laughs> excuse me, preferably Apple Podcasts, because we need all the help and get there. We have a three and a half out of five-star rating, but we have almost 200 re- reviews. That's a lot yeah, of reviews. We're getting up there. We're what, 167? Uh, no, like we're well, almost at 200. Oh, because on Apple, it's 167. Oh, plus sorry. Plus boxes, 66. So, so yeah. Ch- chattable. We're probably over Aggregating 200. all of them, then yes, it's probably over yeah. 200. But, um, uh, um. Well, Banny said we stole his beard joke. Oh, there we go. Um, so, uh, too much side chatter was the two-star review we yeah. won't read. Um, but, uh, we got a new five-star review from somebody called... Dempsey B. I guess like Patrick, maybe he's a big t- Patrick Dempsey fan or something Didn't like we, that. I thought we had a Dempsey follower. I don't think so. Maybe I, I, I could be Patrick wrong, Dempsey but... like the actual. <laughs> exactly. Who's um, that actor? Patrick actor? Dempsey. Yeah, no, but what what roles? I'm blanking. Uh, well, he was, he was got. Was he big 80s? He was. He got extra big because of Grey's Anatomy for a long time. He was McDreamy oh. or McSteamy, one of he those two. He was in two. that movie where he played the delivery boy. Lover boy. Ba- Lover which boy. I had a very big sexual sexual awakening too. There you go. Where that is... was like my love of like MILF stuff. That was pro like, MILF. Oh, these like okay. older sexy women. Like Kirstie yeah. Alley I had a big crush on when I was a kid because mm-hmm. she had huge tits. Okay. In uh... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, because there was the scene in, and John Gabris connected with me on this too. He didn't, but he yeah. said this <laughs> he, before. He, he reached out to you I personally. I connected with him <laughs> listening to a show I, that I pay for every month of Patreon. Yeah. Um, no, he was talking about, he's like, oh, that scene where uh, she her bra doesn't fit in. Look who's talking, just like this Speaking bra right here. Speaking of a big tit, <laughs> and doesn't fit. Yes. Oh, full pants and flip flops, baby. For there the we old go. Matthew. Uh, I totally forgot there were ribs in the fridge. So oh. it looks like they're going to the old barbecue, not the smoker. Is it raining out there, Matt? Oh boy, um, no, that weather has not hit us yet. Yeah, it's supposed to be raining Funyuns for about five days. Really bringing it together. <laughs> you brought in Funyuns? I, he's got Funyuns. With oh them. wow, those were um, from here. Okay. Um, what was I? T- oh, uh, Lover Boy and Kirstie Alley's tits. No, I had a big. That was like a big like coronavirus. Sorry, don't judge me, coronavirus. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, because when I was like eight or nine, I remember watching that movie with Pino, of course, my dad. Um, not that it was inappropriate, but it was just like yeah. all this like. If you want a stuff. deep dive on inappropriate Pino, listen yes. to last week's episode. You get a whole hour. <laughs> yeah, <of it. laughs> literally about fifty-four minutes of that. Um, but uh, Rose Snake says zombies Dempsey. Oh, there we go. Uh, but yeah, no, I love that movie um, because it was one of those HBO free preview weekend movies where I got to see the, the whole boy. thing. Not that there was a bunch of tits in it, but there no, was no. a lot of sex scenes behind scenes lace and implied, curtains and things yeah, like nude, that. Nude, implied nude. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, but I was like, yeah, oh, I remember wow. That. 
I bet you mean all sorts of really pretty women if you deliver pizzas to them and yeah. stuff like that. And but, you get to eat the pizza with them. Yeah. And he kept, he kept having to put the fake mustache on and all right, that right, stuff. Right. And yeah, there was like the the Japanese chick that he banged, yeah, and he had to do like a samurai yeah. fight with the fucking guy. There was right. the mob guy that was Kirstie Alley's one husband. One of the guys was like, "Hey, you got to get one of these Asian chicks." Yeah. Like, literally says that <laughs> yeah. they'll do whatever. And right. it's like, very weird. I want to watch that movie again, like because I haven't actually. We, I don't actually remember the plot. Could, there, yeah. where we do our. Well, that's what my brother always wanted to do was like a, a Patreon or a podcast in general, yeah. but it could live in Patreon yeah. of where we all watch like eighties boobs movies right. like that and then just review like like yeah, yeah. joysticks, that right. Revenge of the Nerds, like all the yeah. the just like weirdo yeah. yeah. No, I think that I think I might have said this before and I will never remember the name of this movie, but I think that what happened, your eyes were went real Whoa, long. Grove Snake uh subbed it with Twitch Prime. They subscribed for three months. That means he paid oh. his own money. Oh wow. Thank Thanks, you. Grove and Snake. I Grove think. Snake. That's is that I, true? I guess. Is that true? Unless it means just three <laughs> months in a row. But if you pre pre sub for three months, it means you paid. Right. <laughs> you paid to play. So is that e- you? Either way. Or the snake. <laughs> either way, I think he he was one of the first yeah. uh, subs. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> that we ever had. So anyway, so thank you so much. Oh, because yeah, he messaged me saying just re upped, which there's no space between the E and the U, so it just mm. looks like just re upped. Yeah. <laughs> I just re upped to go. <laughs> well, because it's going to rape the girl. And we, did we start in January? You can rape four girls a month. Three times four April, is 12. 17 raped girls. 38. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, get caught. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobini says, was he wearing a robe watching the movie? Are you uh, my about dad? Pino? Probably. He was not. We were in the theater. No. We, had, we had likely... Um, Where you snuck in cheeseburgers. Yes, classically. cheeseburgers or hoagie sandwiches. Up the from, old sleeve. From Paul's Deli next door. Um, but uh, not the same Paul's Deli I go to to this day, which my dad never went to. I found this Paul's Deli. It's my Paul's Deli. It's dad. my Paulie. Uh, but uh, no, there was another movie when I was maybe four or five. And I remember watching it. It was the first time I think I'd ever seen uh, tits. And that, you know, I mean, of course, not remembering my mom's tits in my mouth. Right, right, right. Fucking, Eat yeah. off those fuckers, you know. Those yumpy punchers. Yeah. Humble brag. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. no, but, like, in my, like, associating tits with something taboo and sexual and right. whatever. And it was this movie where these two guys were playing, they were playing EMTs, like emergency ambulance guys. And they got, of course, it was like a Dumb and Dumber style thing before Dumb and Dumber. They got involved with the mob, and they were running from the mob through this huge house and then warehouse it was attached to. And they ran through a jacuzzi where they fell in the jacuzzi, and these chicks were like, ah, like freaked out, and they were topless. And then they look at them, and because they get up and they're like getting their bearings and like, oh, what? And then they're looking around, the girls just do the classic like, oh. And then they pull their tits, all their big wet tits, out of the jacuzzi. And I was like looking at my dad, thinking that I would get in trouble for seeing this. But he was just like, <laughs> he was just laughing and yeah. jerking high off five. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah high five well, in his own. Was dick that <laughs> was that the Eugene Levy John Candy movie where they were security guards? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't remember? I that? don't know why we so hard. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, look up that movie because I think uh, I think that might be the end. I, I don't. I don't know. Movie. <laughs> I just spelled movie M O V Y on my <laughs> Google search. Um, security guards. 
It it's is a called John Candy and Armed and Dangerous. Armed and Dangerous. Armed and Dangerous. It might. It might be. I feel like because I think they are mm-hmm. running from the mob, and I'm pretty sure there's a scene where they fall into a hot tub at that during that movie. Ooh, you might be right, and the, yeah. I, there's a lot of pictures of. Eugene Levy as a leather daddy and yeah, John Candy like in a big drag dresses and stuff <laughs> in a big and... drag dress and yeah. wig. Um, another one we got to watch. Right. Uh, but um, Eugene Levy of uh, American Pie fame, as everyone knows, and then he went back in time after he was popular from American Pie and had a career in the seventies and eighties in Canada. Um, uh, fun fact: Eugene Levy, the only Canadian Jewish person oh. to ever exist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, we had another. Oh, the door just opened by a ghost. Oh, um, <clears throat> Sir Dubbingsley, we might have read this last week. Yeah, but Sir Dubbingsley did write uh, a five star review for us, and he said, "Duncan Hines." Oh, I didn't even read the fucking new one. Duncan oh, yeah. Hines mug cake, which uh, Matt, that you might have seen on the Twitch walk by, love these guys in relatable humor. That's how you do it. Wake up, people! Five stars all over. Oh my, I think we did read that. Sorry. Uh, the the newest five star review we have is from Dempsey B. Why am I so moist in all caps? And he says, Steve and Joey are the Kyle Gass and Jack Black of the Ancient Astronaut Theory universe. They always bring the suck. S-U-C-C. Yeah. I don't know if that's a cool kid lingo or like a sus and lit used to yeah, be a few yeah, years yeah. ago or, or what. But uh, thank you very much, Dempsey. Dempsey yes. Bay, I'm going to call you because you're before anyone else. So, um, <clears throat> But yeah, give us, uh, give us some ratings out there. It helps us out. Oh, and then there's the fucking... Chartable one. Chartable. Um, do you have that up by chance? Yes, Otherwise, I will have it here. Let me see here. Too much I chart. So, why am I so... Wait, do you say why am I so... Oh, the chart... No, not chart. You said Sorry. chartable. The cast, cast. Sorry, that's I got it right here. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, you pretty, pretty little head. We got over 1,000 subscribers just on CastBox now, which is there nice. We go. finally hit that quad digits. Um, so, this is from Bobandi, and he writes on CastBox... Which is a great app because it's it's uh, platform agnostic, so anyone can have CastBox listen mm-hmm. to podcasts. Pretty simple. Uh, Bobandi said twelve hours ago, great episode, an instant classic. Joey sharing moves me to become a better father to my kids. Um, <laughs> the one thing I took away was if Joey was a girl with all those daddy issues, he would have been such a slut. And you're absolutely right about that, Bobandi. I would have been trying to please my daddy. Yes. At any given chance, and reclaim that love that I never got from him. Yeah. Through all of my partners and husbands. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think other than that, oh, now I'll segue into this episode uh, in some very, uh, I don't know, kind of kind of short-stopped cock-block news. Um, the Chinese government launched the first satellite to the dark side of the moon. Right. And took pictures, and the pictures I don't think as far as now have been released, but they did report back, initial findings was, there's a lot of really thick dust on the far side of the moon because lots of right. asteroids hit it. And it's like, right. oh, we already assume that. Yeah. I guess okay. it's cool to confirm that. But yeah. um, I'm also worried that China's not going to release any of the real photos. But yeah. the one interesting thing about this episode <clears throat> is that they bring up the point quite a lot that oh like is china trying to be the first country to have real disclosure on this mm-hmm. like that's a cool marketing thing for communist china and whatever right and that's could almost a space race <laughs> yes. in itself and that could mean that um they wouldn't be then lying about it because they would want to go look other countries verify our information and know that it is factual yeah. so it could be self-limiting in terms of the typical commie 
we got to keep everything under wraps and only fucking mm-hmm. release X information to the public and to the people, our own people, and blah blah right, blah. Right, so right. Um, that was mildly interesting. This episode overall was. I don't know why this was an episode of Ancient Aliens at all. Yeah. It was a very strange focus. There was lots no of rehash. Yes, lots of rehash. A lot of Yellow Emperor stuff. Yeah, uh, I know it's their creation uh, myth, but it seems problematic to me. I don't right. know if they should be calling their own people yellow like that, but <laughs> um, even their own rivers yellow like that. But yeah. uh, it's really was just like, hey, China's into UFOs now. It's it seemed right. almost like a weird piece of pro and anti propaganda, mm-hmm. where there was times where I'm like, are you saying that? We need to step it up because China's doing this shit. Because there was right. a lot of Cold War style vibes in here. It was mm-hmm. like like a lot of Nick Pope going, now the Chinese are doing this. And I was like, oh, like we're we're talking about yeah. the Russians and the Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> and this stuff again. The Chinese. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which which I I mean, when it's a communist country, you can understand because their whole thing is we're a big yeah. conglomerate of we're a big hive mind kind of of you know a government. Right. But um but overall this episode is, I mean, the, I give it credit for having this guy, Sun Shi Li, who mm-hmm. is from the Chinese Department of UFO Research. So that's like, that's cool that that exists. But at the same time, I almost feel like this guy fucked up and got window seated in like a, right. a gnarlier part of the government or something like that. But apparently he's been doing this for a long time. He was like, it shows pictures of him like in a car with Mao Zedong and all this stuff. Yeah. So pretty cool. Pretty cool um, but uh, in 2011... The Chinese government admits that they are aware of UFOs visiting Earth and aware that there are extra, extraterrestrials, I don't know why I said it like that, living on so Earth. So extra. Yes. Extra. Uh, extra, extra. Mm. But uh, yeah, this guy, Sun Shi Li, uh, is on this episode quite a bit. Again, cool that uh, he is a primary source. But at the same time, to to my own to being a part of my own point from before... I don't necessarily trust him if he's from the People's Republic of China, right? Because all of his information to the public is is controlled, whatever you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Nick Pope is on quite a bit. This is a great use of Nick Pope, at least because it's all about governmental yeah. stuff and defense departments and things. Um, <clears throat> Nick Pope, as we all know, unless you're a first time listener, was the former British Ministry of Defense guy for. Uh, I don't think it was technically paranormal research, but specifically UFO research, right? And um, he he kind of vouches for this guy. He says, uh, he goes, his revelations are an absolute bombshell, especially in one of the most secret societies on the planet. And that's the theme of the whole episode yeah. for the most part. Is But that's kind of what it, it paints this picture of like, can we trust them? Yeah. They're into this now. Is that good or bad? Like, right. not saying that, but it, that's the kind of vibe and, I get. And that they've always had these, like, walls up and, cur- like, yeah. classically oh, yeah, yeah. throughout history, like, China has closed itself off to the Western world, then yeah. opened up, then closed itself off. Right. Like, it, it got conquered by the British, and then it closed itself off. Right. And then, like, whenever it opens up, yeah. oh. you know, just like an emotionally wrecked person, mm-hmm. when it just opens up, it always gets emotionally hurt. emotionally erect? No, wrecked. <laughs> You know, it just opens up. It just gets hurt yeah. every time. Right. So it just easily closes off, puts up yes. those barriers, puts up yes. those walls, tells itself it's yes. going to be okay, yes. creates its own narrative. Yes. Uh, with a literal wall, the digital firewall bullshit that yep. they talk about for a split second, yep. and then just, yeah, cutting off trade, opening trade, because there's a whole big deal like in the fucking Forrest Gump film right. uh, when they're like, oh, we opened up trade relations with China, and they haven't been open to the Western world for right, right. 200 years or whatever. Yeah, um, It's interesting yeah. because that same point, 
my brother-in-law, Bick, uh, he is, he was a history major and, um, he made the point that China is only so, only has a history of being so closed off because that two or 300 years ago, they were like the fucking top naval people in the world. They were trading to every fucking country under the sun as of like the 1600s or something. But the new emperor was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He was kind of like Trump and, and um, yeah. Boris style. He was like, we're going to lose our Chinese culture. We're trading yeah. with all these fucking people and races. We got to dial this back, close our borders. Let's just stay here. Yeah. And that was kind of the beginning of what we know as Chinese culture today in terms mm-hmm. of the, their openness and sociopolitical hey, kind of nature. Do you love spaghetti? Uh, yes, I do. Do you love lasagna? I do. Do you love reggaeton? Especially reggaeton. Yeah, and reggaeton. Nope, not the music. <laughs> it's a uh, But again, due to all those trade lines Dude, of spices. all those trade lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally, that's what brought pasta to yes. Italia. Yes. That <laughs> chicken made... fiend himself, Marco Pollo, exactly. went out there. <laughs> and got the best Italian yes. food. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was like fucking the height of the Renaissance when that happened. Right. And uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting to think of the Chinese as mm. this just like fucking insanely. It, I mean, again, think of just the number of people. It wasn't a couple well, billion the back land. then, but just a huge, yeah. huge landmass, a massive culture, and they're and yet they're so insular. Like Japan, you understand their insularity because they're this tiny fucking island nation. Yeah. And they're in the they're above and below. That's above, so below. Yeah, uh, they're above and below these other huge uh, Asian nations that are warring with them and going across their fucking um, trade routes and everything, and their fucking ways around the continent and all that stuff yeah. all the time. It's gonna be a lot of crossover there. But uh, but yeah, China was just this self imposed thing, and then it's yeah. been that way pretty much ever since. Yeah, and the British conquered it, started Hong Kong, and right. then they were like signed some tree like X hundred years ago. Right. So uh, yeah, Bruce a lot Lee. of food. Yeah. Well, and then the whole opium <laughs> shit was like the British were like, oh right, we don't need religion here like the Catholic Church did to the South Pacific. Right. We'll just flood them with drugs. Yes. Let them become so fucked up that we can just conquer them. Right. And, they and did then that. the opium wars. Brandon Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and then a real bullet. That's a real Chinese sound synthesizer sound you got there. Um, we're going to be riding the line of problematic tonight for the most <laughs> part, but so did this episode as well. So this is, again, twenty. we're in the 2016 season 11 here. I also had a, uh, not an epiphany, that's a little dramatic, but I had the thought, I was like, oh, we're, we're almost catching up to where we started recording this show, mm. which was in very late 2017. There you go. So we only have one or two seasons before we're up to where at least shit I've started. shit I've mostly yeah. never seen. There was like uh, like during when as soon as we started recording, I pretty much stopped watching new stuff. Right. I there was times where like my wife and I'd be at home and there was like literally nothing else. And I'm like, oh, let's just watch this new fucking episode and kind of see how the new yeah, flavor you catch is. Catch the marathon in a hotel room or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And so or you know the fucking uh, seemed to be on loop the the premiere of two seasons ago the Antarctica episode when we were at Contact in the Desert watching Nick Pope fumble yeah. his way uh, with his weird stone post coitus face uh, yeah. um, through uh, the barrel flipping and flops yes um, but uh, yeah jeans dragging on the ground walking them out yeah. uh, as it were and uh, I walk it out I walk <laughs> it out I walk it out I walk it out uh, and all I remember from that episode was like oh this is like beautifully shot it's a lot of I mean you can't go wrong with glaciers and stuff yeah. like that but um. But uh, but then we've had an Antarctica episode recently, I think, 
and it was kind of underwhelming for the right. most part. So I'd like I'm I'm I'll be interested to go back to that episode in the next year and uh, see if Linda Moulton Howe has any new information other than being unaware that we were standing right behind her while she's just staring us. while you bummed yes. out several people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Sun Shi Lee had his own close encounter even. And um, he thought it was a Cold War device at first. This was in the late 60s, but later confirmed it was actually a spacecraft. Nick Pope talks about how he met this guy in 2013 at the uh, Washington, D.C. Like, Washington, uh, conference on Disclosure, Citizens Conference for Disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I keep meaning to say this. I might have said it before, actually, but uh, we should I go can't. to that. I think Because I think it's a yearly the event. The Arizona one, right? Yes, the, con- yeah. the UFO Congress that gets yeah. put on. Because that's I didn't realize Sprague that was a convention until, re- yeah. until listening to the Sprague show. Somewhere, somewhere in the skies. But, um, uh, and I remember like a season or two of this show ago getting irritated that Wilcock was like, I was at the National UFO Congress in the way. And I was like, fuck you. How would you? Uh, the fucking government invite you to this? You fuck yeah. it. But I was like, it's oh. It's not Cong- Congress of them just right. hanging They're out. paying former retired politicos to come and speak to this thing. Right. It's not, which again, that's cool, but it is not a government put on event yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as they made it seem to yeah. be. So, um, because they literally set it up where they're like sanctioning and questioning these fucking senators and stuff and Moulton Howe and everyone's up there and Dolan's yeah. up there like, but is it true, Senator, that da 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 And I'm like, why <laughs> Why not just have a panel discussion? Why does it that's have to be it is. Why do you have to put a on mock this Supreme fake show? Court yeah. Then it's you with your black spiky yes, hair right. showing up. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you for all that. Here's your check for $140,000 for you. two hours of talking. Yes, great. Thank you. Uh, and this is because what, what's the fake government shit you did in high school? Mock trial. Mock trial. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Mock trial was like, they were like the drama kids. Right. But they like. Political bullshit. Yeah. I was like. Like, somehow more annoying than those drama kids. Like, the drama right. kids were just creative and want to have fun yeah. and whatever, where the mock trial people were just like, they were like the debate people, the drama people, and political future political science majors, yeah. like, yeah. all fucking wrapped into one fucking nightmare. But uh, Jonathan Young comes on for, what, like, literally one time, just to keep reiterating how insular Chinese is. <laughs> but I And I only wrote it down because he goes, you know, back then... Uh, China was for China and the Chinese. <laughs> uh, they were very insular and very careful about any secrets that came out. So uh, Pope comes on and says the same thing. And they're just trying to get, again, make the point that they don't, they haven't shared jack shit over the centuries. Yeah. Now, again, they make a hell of a fried chicken with sweet sauce. Right. <laughs> a Hunan chicken government yeah. or whatever that yeah. guy said. Uh, Baratis. Yes. But again, it's only actually been three or four hundred years of their extreme closed offness. And then there's a couple thousand, three thousand, four thousand before that. So not as closed off as they want you to believe. They're they're taking the modern lens and applying it to uh, they're reverse engineering it to their whole culture, which just isn't true. So um, we go on. We go to fucking Qui-Gon Jinn, the Yellow Emperor, for the thousandth fucking time on the show. How he rode a dragon spaceship down from a star, yeah. this purple star cluster, blah, blah, the blah, blah. The same CG fucking thing. Like, literally since the first season. Right. Where it looks like a dinosaur, like a dildo. Like a, yes, it looks it looks like a, shitty, a shittier version of the T-Rex Zord from Mighty right. Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. But uh, landing down, of course, via rocket power, which Sukalos loves... Um, with lots of sound and light and boom booms and stuff, and uh, and um, the creepy Latin professor guy who I named on the last episode and I will never name again, 
Uh, he's on here to talk all about Chinese religion yeah. stuff. And again, he's creepy because he looks like he has a fucking Asian chick fetish, which right, any right. guy that has a fetish only for Asian women is creepy. Has a thing. Sorry if you listen to the podcast. Please unsubscribe. Yeah. Get your yellow fever out of But your please subscribe house. to Patreon yeah. instead. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't listen. Yeah. Um, we'll sell you uh, our panties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, 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 they mention his one, like one of his piece of tech pieces of tech they never mentioned before, which was... Which seemed to be like they were playing like a tractor beam or a teleporter, something like that. But he had a cauldron that he built, and he pointed it to the star that he came from. And when he would put all this alchemical shit in it, it would call a dragon from the sky to take him back up to the star. So right. almost like a a signaling device of some kind to bring yeah. his ship down. We get our first sukkot here, and he goes, "When I hear of a dragon with metallic skin." One has to wonder, are we talking about nuts and bolts, flesh and bolts machines here? He doesn't say, and Childress does not say, anything on this episode except the the fucking commercial stingers right. and the basics of the basics of ancient astronaut theory over and over again. They have nothing to do on this episode. Yeah, Medallion Man, William Henry's on this episode. The Slickback Kid is having a real slump, like... It's been like four seasons since he's been on Slump frequently, back you know. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'm starting to think that Martell is just kind of dumb, or has no, just doesn't he has really no original. Ha- like he doesn't yes. have an identity. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have a persona in this yeah. world that separates him. Because even at other Alien than maybe Con, being a racial separatist. Yes. But, well, yeah. that's a whole other story. <laughs> even at Alien Con this past year, he was kind of like, oh, and we were there with Rami Romani. We right. were there with yeah, this yeah. person. And I did this with that person, with right. that person. It wasn't like and there's I, no, no one better to get into I the Giza pyramid. I discovered. Right. I led. Exactly. It's like, no, I was just hanging out with these yeah, guys. One and of the guys. Jerking off that fellow and sucking down that cream. <laughs> he is like, he literally is just a mix of Sukalost and Medallion Man. Yeah. Like he's just a perfect blend it's of those the, two. I mean, he's got enough weird hair. Blend. Exactly. And just, and the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Um, the leathered skin of Medallion Man. Yes. Um, Chubbiness of Sukes coming in. Yeah, micro penis and difficult to deal with hair. Exactly. I'm not going to tell you which one has the micro penis. I'll let you <laughs> fantasize about that yourself. Yes. So you can cuck him and just give, give him that Giorgio again. A kiss for me. Steve's reason obsession: the chastity cage. <laughs> force, um, force, interruption boner. We mentioned this before, but I remember you were up in the Bay Area with your friend PTR yeah. <laughs> and texted me, "Hey, PTR are ha- and I are having a discussion about you." What's that thing that you put over a guy's dick for to keep him from getting hard? <laughs> Jesse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, first scene in Robin Men in Tights. There you go. But that's for women. Yeah. So. Um, but then, as when we went to Germany, we saw real chastity belts in that uh, torture and crim- the crime yeah. museum where they had fucking like spikes Spiky and things. shit. And, yeah. Well, and, like the hole so you could piss, but then it was all like. Right. Sp- yeah, like spikes, spikes and things. Teeth, yeah. But like, so the hole's open. So if you wanted to fuck it, a la, was that seven or something? Some yes. weird shit, you know? It was to good. get, uh, it was to, it's like, hey, you can get raped, but it's going to hurt that. It's going to rip that guy's dick apart. Yeah, that if guy's going to fuck him, him so. up. Um, yeah, Brobaini says, Martel has no brand. Yeah, exactly. No personal brand. But um, uh, Shin Shin Lee confirms that dragons are. Quote, the symbol of UFOs in the UFO research world, which I'm like, okay, that's a weird thing to say. Sounds kind of like a mistranslation, but um, I wish they would have just said symbol of UFOs in the ancient astronaut theory world. That would have been yeah. a little more accurate, but... Um, I'm gay in the male world. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, 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 from 1420 to 1912, 
nobody was allowed to see the Chinese emperor physically except his staff or whatever. So they walled him off in a palace called the Hidden City, uh, which the creepy Chinese religion guy says the the full name is the Purple Forbidden City. Um, just like my dickhead gets when I exactly. see a beautiful Orient woman. Yes, and um, I choke it and chastise yeah. myself. <laughs> just like her beautiful binded feet. Yes. Um, about I to bind b- my wiener. My big toe is about to burst like a grape, and I suck mm. out the like a big emotions. Mutadella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, the Purple Forbidden City is named as such because it is modeled after what in mythology is known to be the same kind of city or space station, I guess, up in that star yeah. system that is in a purple kind of cloud of space star goo. So that's why right. it's called that. So um, they don't really go anywhere with that other than, yeah, he's behind a bunch of walls and whatever. But they spend like five minutes on that fucking hidden city shit where yeah. it's like, yeah, it's model. And then Childress is on and he's like, you know, have to wonder the king is like an, an alien and they're ruled by alien people in Chinaman. And so... Um, <laughs> We go to the next segment. We go to 1994, the year after Jurassic Park came out, and the year that, in October 1994, Jurassic Park finally came to VHS after a long 13 to 14 month wait. Very long time back in the yes. day. Now all these kids used are to used to, to two yeah. months afterwards. It's on VOD, oh, and I think VOD some shit that's in the theater. Yeah, so. sometimes they're same yeah. day and date. So, um, but yeah, 1994, this farmer. A tree farmer in, out in the middle of fucking nowhere by the Dragon Mountains, the, that fucking shithole, um, sees what he thinks is a helicopter crashing at the base of the mountains. He goes to investigate. He goes to the the the, the, the relative area around there. He's knocked unconscious by a blowjob to the head. Yeah. Uh, he wakes up a few days later, and a female extraterrestrial with six fingers, and they show like... PlayStation 1 level CG, cutscene yeah, yeah, CG yeah. Just here. Just floating. Not even 10 feet tall, just right. floating. <laughs> and um, I'm like, guys, you ha- you had better CG in season one when you had no budget. Like, why are right. you skimping on this one? And also, why then go through the effort if you're not going to make it look semi-interesting or something or actually right, right. do a dramatization like the History Channel does so well? So yeah. um, this chick's floating over his bed, has six fingers, we discussed that the CG alien has three and three. Right. But we were wondering if he's reporting six fingers on each hand. That would right. be a different thing. Uh, and then I made the or point that, tor- that uh, Christopher Guest would be hanging over him and wanting to torture him on the machine exactly. like yeah. in Princess Bride. Yes. Um, but uh, or or I just trained 30 shotgun. loads off your life <laughs> <laughs> from your wife. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. Yeah, it was a long night. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, she apparently, she's starting to like suck his essence out of his body and he's floating up with her. Something happens and she stops. He floats back to his body. She walks through the wall and disappears. Yeah. He's tested by police and government officials. And at least his story, he, at least he believes this story right. is true. But there's no history of mental illness or anything like yeah. that. Um, they then cut away from that. They they bookmark it in a really shitty, or bookend it in a really shitty way. It's very weak. Uh, but they go to the, the Sea of Death, which is a big desert in the northwest of China, uh, it's bigger than the state of New Mexico. It's the second largest pure sand desert in the world. Yeah. So do you know the street value of the exactly. sand? Um, very harsh conditions. There's really no life there, according to the experts on screen anyway. Uh, and then they show, oh, but over the last 30 uh, years, there's been a shit ton of archaeological yeah. expeditions. Excavating like, it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, they found lots of tombs that are uh, dated to around 5,000 years old, and they found a bunch of salty, dry mummies from 5,000 years ago. Which is cool. They, are you my mummy? They go into how 
these were uh, they have a very weird like French or Belgian dude on here. Yeah, because I it was like he had the same accent 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 and effect <laughs> as Sasha Baron Cohen's character in Talladega Nights. Yes. Uh, with Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Telegaga. Yeah. Nights. Gaga. Yes. Um, and we saw John C. Reilly just on Friday night. There he, was, can't, he had yeah. a surprise Special uh, encore person. kind of appearance yeah. as Dr. Steve Brule. But yeah. Which he was there for the Saturday night, I believe, as yes, well. Yes, because so. they live in LA. Yes. Um, but, uh, we love it. We but love yeah, it. this guy this guy fucking was like, oh, yes, it's the, perf- it's the perfect place for mommies to grow because it's so dry out there. Very, mm-hmm. very... Yeah cartoonishly European yeah, Germanic yeah. guy or French guy. Um, and we get a Wilcock drip here. Really, I mean, it's it's not the only one, but it's the only one where he's just repeating what the narrator says. Um, and he says, now these mummies were very curious in that some of them with hoo-hoo dillies were, sh- were shown buried with the other hoo-hoo dillies in their mouth. So they must have been curious. Yeah. Um, no, he's a very curious. And then some of them have europoid features. <laughs> Uh, angular faces, recessed eyes, beautiful, pure white skin, yeah. curly hair. Uh, oh, ang- I was going to say angular guy. faces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, elongated bodies, <laughs> and either red, blonde, or light brown hair. And they have, uh, and, and they have a unique Western European lineage that is not found in other Western <laughs> Europeans. All of their cocks average six inches in length, soft. <laughs> And we all know the national average is 5.2 inches. So these were girthy boys. (laughs) However, there were anomalies in the DNA that don't line up with any DNA signatures in any relic that we have now. This could mean that they are, in fact, extraterrestrials. And I'm like, okay, again, like he, 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 I think he makes that leap the most of like the junk DNA thing and other stuff. It's just like, oh, we haven't classified it. It's like, that's like saying, okay. All the an- all the probably thousands of fucking animals we haven't discovered in the deep ocean. Yeah. All the thousands of animals we haven't discovered in the fucking Amazon rainforest. They're all aliens because they don't have a fucking like right. they, we and don't, they we and don't they, know them. I forgot. They literally did that with that one jellyfish right. from the really deep ocean where they're like, "Oh, there's no other thing like it." I'm like, "Yeah." But yeah, if you explored a fuck ton of other jellyfish down there, they'd probably share a bunch of shit with those jellyfish. Right. Um and why is it so difficult to believe that they are unique, and that's why they can fucking live under like 800 trillion pounds of pressure without getting right, crushed right, or right. whatever. So, um, I wonder if I guess if you brought those up really fast, wouldn't their whole body just fucking explode because of the pressure? Yeah, you, you know? have to be slow. So, like, fish have like uh, air bladders. You got to be slow to dive that deep in the water because it's your brain's gonna get damaged already. But if it's already there's a threshold, <laughs> there's a threshold. <laughs> <laughs> That's him sinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're down to one viewer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so fish have uh, air bladders, which help them normalize down there. Got it. So like just deep sea fishing. Exactly. Yeah. Piss, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you yank up like a halibut or a bass or something, you'll see their gut start to explode because it's that oh. air bladder that can't equalize oh. as fast. Because you're yanking it up by the exactly. reel faster yeah. than they yeah. would regularate. regulate. Right. Yes. yes. So the jellyfish, I don't know what air it has that it would need to normalize, but I think right. they do try and pressurize them when they get them on a boat. Well, they do like shoot water through their bodies and shit like right. that right, too. Right, 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 so right. I would assume there's some hole in there. But yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, those first few segments were really long and then the last few are very quick. Uh, we 
talk about Chinese pyramids at this point. And uh, we've talked about this before. There's Colonel Xi'an who was flying over China and reports the sighting of a huge pyramid, um, maybe even bigger than the Giza pyramid, the, the big pyramid of Giza. Um, reports of the New York Times and then a big search for pyramids in China happened in the 40s or 30s. 37 more had been found since. Yeah. Uh, Medallion Man comes on uh, and says, uh, uh, it suggests that ancient China was a place where pyramid building was rampant, um, which is kind of a no-shit moment. We get a, a really our only Von Daniken viewpoint on here. Uh, and he says, I only put this because it's contradictory to what this show has said before. He goes, only in the last 10 years did the Chinese publish books about these pyramids. And it's like, but every episode where you've talked about that fucking terracotta warrior pyramid and the Mercury thing and the hidden pyramids of these these mountains mm-hmm. is that the Chinese government will not let allow anyone to explore, nor will they release any information publicly about any of these pyramids. Right. So we know nothing about them. And it's like... And it's like when he says they started to publish books, he shows like an old manuscript from like 400 years ago with a drawing of a pyramid. And I'm like, okay, well, is that is that part of an archaeological survey? Is the information they released even factual because it is a communist government? You know what I mean? Like, I just I don't know what to believe with this episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's going on? I was just saying uh, when I said one viewer, they're all saying it's me. (laughs) Uh, But we still got Grove Snake in Bobandy. But Bobandy says you can do what you decide to do. But you cannot decide what you will decide to do, mm, because that in of it, that is the decision, the paradox, right? <laughs> so you can decide once, but not twice. Exactly, yeah. you can't double decide. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you like that band, Deicide? Yes. Yeah. Uh, to kill a god, yeah. um, but uh, murder. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Von Daniken also compares. This circular altar, the, the altar of heaven in China, to the same as this one in Peru. And they make a big fucking deal that at the top of a pyramid, of which there are many in both countries, mm-hmm. that there is a few concentric circles with lines connecting them. And I'm like, that is not... How many fucking cave paintings have fucking spirals on them? How many fucking... Uh, I mean, Gobekli Tepe is set up just like that. All of them are these circular rooms yeah. with pillars, lines connecting them. I don't know why they're they're... They're, they're going big on this just two countries have the same thing, where usually their whole deal is, oh, 17 countries have the same shared architecture, so they must all be connected by aliens. But, um, oh, sorry. That wasn't Bobani that wrote that. Oh. <laughs> it was a D4YDR3AM3R. Perfect. And it says it means you – wait, sorry. It means that you no more decide the next thought you think than the next thought I'd write. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was fucking Bobandy. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll think about that while masturbating. Um, we get a children's chime in here who is stoked that this pyramid has a bunch of rusty metallic pipe holes, as they're calling it, uh, throughout it. And children says, it's like this was some kind of base. And they're, they're very big on that. Now these are all bases for alien operations right. now. Um, they talk about Kunlun, which as we've all seen on the... One of the top ten shows of all time, Iron Fist, yeah. uh, on Netflix. Not only top ten shows, but the, probably the top Marvel. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 done in any top kind portrayal of, yeah. of a character, best side character, and the the chick that's on the show, um, and uh, best fight choreography on a show that's all about fighting. Yeah, uh, with the greatest the greatest hand to hand fighter in the Marvel universe, and has, of course, the best show on there. Right. Um, instead of, like, fucking whining about some little short guy that doesn't want to eat meat and wants to fight him yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, Kun Lun is the big 
um, mythical kind of Shangri-La style place in the Iron Fist, you know, lore. It's like that's the biggest portrayal in pop culture in the comics and stuff. But um, it is this what they call a um, uh, Axis Mundi point. So <laughs> it is uh, get the bun- Mundi yeah. cake from <laughs> Mundi, <laughs> uh, a place where. Um, all of the, you know, the sky, the earth, the universe, it all centers on this point. It's like a, it's like a linchpin and, um, it's apparently made of, uh, jade and jasper and jewels and stuff like that, um, which Childress is excited about. And he's, and he says, uh, 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 and they, oh, sorry, the mountain that I, that I mentioned was Mount, uh, Bygong. (laughs) Uh, and I said, let Bygongs be Bygongs, but, um, but he says, uh, dong. <laughs> he says uh, you have to wonder if this Mount Baigong was not actually Kunlun, and, and if it was this extraterrestrial base which spanned the stars. And I'm like, every, why is everything a base all of a sudden? They mentioned it like right. seven times just in this segment. Um, and the next segment is all about underwater stuff, and they basically find a huge underwater city in this Lake Fushan. And um, uh, we get a sukular here, and he says... They built a city before there was a lake there, and that would mean that it was inhabited before the last ice age, which is before what is accepted recorded history. And so uh, they find a bunch of roads, buildings, flagstones, things like that. Um, This is cool. I'm like, hey, a cool piece of evidence. And this show in its more recent season just keeps proving uh, John Hancock's, no, uh, Graham Hancock's yeah. Younger Dryas shit more and more correct. Correct. That there were advanced cultures before the Ice Age that got right. buried when it melted and, exactly. and flooded all their coastal cities. Yeah. So. yeah, and this isn't even coastal, it's just an area that's in a basin that right. then just actually got fucked and turned into a lake. Which is interesting in itself, yeah, to your point, where right. it's like, oh, it wasn't only coastal cities, it's right. just that a lot of those are probably, I mean, not easily accessible, but at least they're not in the deep fucking ocean, it's just... Right convincing an archaeologist crew to get a fucking expensive submarine yeah. and go down there just like they did with this. Right. So, uh, Gurgle, gurgle, yeah. go down there. <laughs> uh, and we get another children's show. He's all stoked on this, and he says, they even took a goddamn... Su- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Even t- <laughs> <laughs> they took a submarine down into this lake to find stairs and walls and flagstones. So you have to wonder, did some kind of advanced civilization exist at one time beneath Fushan Lake? And that's it. Nah. Um, but uh, again, he doesn't add anything to the episode, neither does Sukulos. Right. Um, the government comes in and takes more tech down there. They scan a bunch of shit and confirm that there is a massive pyramid. It might even be taller than the Pyramid at Giza and a big arena-style building around all the other walls and uh, pillars and shit. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool, at least. Uh, they spend the least amount of time on this fucking thing, which is like the most interesting piece of information in the episode. But um, Childress asks if it was destroyed in the Great Flood. Clotworthy then makes the leap that it has to be an underwater base uh, because USOs are, you know, un, uh, unidentified submersible objects, yeah. which are usually UFOs, usually are USOs, the same thing. Um, they're seen coming out of there. Nick Pope describes a dude that saw a USO come down and, and toss the boat around, according to him. Um, I don't know if that was some gay thing or what, right. but... Um, toss the boat off. Yeah. <laughs> they, they then keep asking this question the rest of the episode is like, Will UFO sightings in China become so prevalent that even their fucking government can't right. cover it up? They keep like trying to like leaning. Yeah, these like, guys are pieces of shit. Yeah, like the, pe- the people. Bats. Yeah, the people are gonna <laughs> fucking win. Yeah. Um, but uh, they then and talk they spray about their piss all over the fucking world, <laughs> and then we all get sick. 
Like Pittsman's mustard. Yeah. <laughs> um, they then open the next segment with this, what looks like an exquisitely fake fucking YouTube video right. that came out a few years ago of this supposed city in the sky over the city in China. And it looks like a bunch of floating pillars and skyscrapers and stuff right. like that. Nick Redfern, the bald Brit, comes on and he says... Uh, it was an amazing spectacle. There's just no other way to describe it. He's like never excited about anything. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's just pretty like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they do. This was like one of the coolest things where I'm like, here's a classic optical illusion that this very likely is, but then also here's maybe why it isn't. I'm like, yeah. yes, do more of that shit on your episodes. Right. But um, the optical illusion is called a, a Fata Morgana. Um, and, and a Fata Morgana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look at that! They come from a Chinese. Okay. They come from my aunt's house. Okay, okay. <laughs> come from my asshole. <laughs> aunt's house and asshole. Um, but uh, yeah, you know Italians known for talking about aunts all exactly. the time. Exactly. Well, uh, my auntie, Sal Governale <laughs> did jerk off to his aunt. That's so. true. Uh, classic. Italian. My Sia, you would say. Yeah. In oh, and your Italian aunt got jerked off too. We told that story as yeah. well. Um, but uh, I don't know about the jerking off, but got filmed nude in the well, shower by I'm sure her nephew. Crankin was involved. Uh, Richard Dolan is on. I don't know if this is his first time on, but it's very first recent. He's got some wavy ass hair too. Uh, yeah, like long, uncut. Hair. This is uncut Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I recently got married and had to yes. just go through that procedure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, because his wife is very recent in his life. Mm. The chick that was with him at uh, Alien Con and Contact. Um, but yeah, it looks like. Met her a couple years ago, which might have been the impetus for the haircut. There you go. To what Gotta clean now. that shit up, motherfucker. Uh, but uh, also, maybe he had maybe he had the fucking ridiculous epiphany that I shouldn't look like a goddamn 80s hair metal fan if I'm going to be in this fucking world and look like a right. porn doctor. Right. Well, if you're in the <laughs> maybe fucking I, world. Maybe I, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't look like a hair metal fan yeah. so that I don't look like a porn doctor. Yeah. In this... <laughs> Fucking world. In the fuck world, right. that's fine. But this fucking world, nope. Hey, man, you're starting to look like a porn doctor. <laughs> you got to stop looking like a hair metal yeah. Okay. I mean, I know we all love, you know, Twisted right. Sister and fucking right. Rush and whatever hey, fucking If you're going to go keto, man... You gotta if you're gonna stop eating them sandwiches, you gotta stop putting meat between two pieces of bread and just okay. stop eating those just sandwiches. Just eat the fucking meat. <laughs> um, but uh, he he's on for almost no reason though because he's like he's like you know I don't think that this is a Fatima Morgan. I he almost has a bar of voice but just a little mm-hmm. less snide. And he's like because he does normally, come off very cocky. Yeah. Um, but he's like, but I don't see. I mean, and at least they're showing Fatima right. Morgana images of this this mm-hmm. optical illusion. He's like, I don't think this looks. Like, I'm like. You guys, this is fucking clearly a very good quality video game cutscene at this point. Yeah. But it's so fucking fake yeah. looking. This is a the best Fat Morgan I've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, the slick back kid uh, uh, Martell is on here, and he and he's like nonplussed about this. Like he's so this is shit he sees all the time, and he's just like, this isn't new. A few days later, thousands more people reported another floating city in the sky. Another, and I'm like. Okay, like, also, you guys are all fucking duped by this stupid fucking right. thing. Um, 2010, the Hyungshou Shaoxiang Airport, which is one of the biggest airports in China, mm-hmm. is shut down for four days due to a UFO sighting, which is pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, they dis- The UFOs described like a comet-like object with a tail. Descending down towards the airport, lots of airport, lots of people took, uh, residents of the area took pictures of it, too. They didn't show any of those fucking pictures, which pissed me off. They just had another CG rendering yeah. of, uh, well, the the Chinese lady was real, right. but what was dis- <laughs> what was displayed so on her think. phone and what yeah. was in the background of the sky was fake. Yeah. 
Um, I'm like, you guys, like, they're, literally, they're like, thousands of people took photos. And I'm like, so fucking show them. Like, I right. know that the internet there is closed off, but we get tons of imagery from China at this point. It right. somehow fucking happens, or there's news correspondents that are allowed to be over there and share it out. Right. But, um, uh, Nick Redford's on, again, the bald Brit, and he says, now all hell broke loose. You can see it on my face. Uh, this is the third such incident in five years in China where the presence of a UFO has caused an airport to shut down or has caused amazement in the in the pub. <laughs> I just like wanted them to cut and go like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like have them freak out. Uh, and it's clear that the government wants to shut it down or play it down at least. Um, there's no new information there, of course. It's China or whatever. But at least Nick Redfern is a big like government conspiracy guy. Like That's what right. all his books are about. The, his, his He's book, on brand. Yeah. He's on brand. His book on his little crawl in this episode. <laughs> oh, I was doing crawl from oh, oh. Uh, not not Cabin Boy crawl from the Thanksgiving Polly Shore movie where his son-in-law, his name is Crawl, and now crawl, crawl, it's crawl, crow or crawl. <laughs> now crawl, <laughs> crawl, what are you doing there, crawl? <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna fucking fish, bro. <laughs> Is that what a fist your daughter? <laughs> well, that too out in the combine. Because he does he end up with the daughter? Yeah, no, they end does. up they in, in end love. Up like they realize that they're in love with each other. Okay. Because she's going to marry that dickhead I, yeah. who's fucking Tiffany Amber Thiessen, another childhood crush right. of mine. But she, despite being labeled as a big slut, didn't actually fuck anyone because right. it's the big fat guy. The, they figured it out because the car that they put her in, they drugged her and put her in this car. Oh, right, and took pictures or and something. And took pictures, but the car, the seat is like a, a, the entire way back. Right. And that's where like Detective Polly Shore is like, now only a big country fat boy yeah. would need a seat back. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then they find which, the, she finds the pills. He leaves the pills that he drugged her with under the seat, yeah. which is ridiculous. Which I feel like I've watched that movie a lot, yeah. but now I like, literally don't remember any of it right. but the fishing and now that you say this yeah, yeah. and like going to the dance yes and like the, the square brother. dance and everything and yeah yeah because she brings he, him as like not he her gay he, friend but like he he almost he acts like kind of a gay guy because he does hit, uh her mom's fashion to where it really horns up yeah. the dad and oh, it's yeah. like a whole new woman when they go to that <laughs> gay bar <I'm> gonna, <laughs> when they go to the square dance i'm gonna watch you get your hard yeah. on yeah, he, he does like the fucking three snaps up thing right, and right, everything. Right. He and helps a guy, the old guy, whittle wood. Yes, exactly. Uh, crawl. Um, but uh, uh, Bobani says, "Son of a great movie." It so is. That I, do, I do like that movie. That and in the army now, I used to watch yeah. all the time. When he he pulls up that fucking rocket launcher <laughs> and goes sucking this a one time, like there's a point where I reround that because I was fucking dying. Is that I like a Red Hot Chili why. Peppers quote or something? That no, he's doing? it's just he's just like come on, like he like <laughs> thinks he's got him so good and it's yeah. so stupid because he shoots the rocket behind him. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. just the dumb like yeah, yeah. I got you yeah. totally overconfident. Like, so <laughs> so stupid. But I died yeah. watching that. Uh, there's all the tender moments in Son-in-Law where the yeah. dad doesn't like respect his son because he's like a computer yeah. nerd and a video game right. nerd. And so then... Goddamn keys <laughs> looking at fucking... He's playing whatever, goddamn so. games, whatever. And then uh, he's like, it's not lame to him, sir. It's what he's yeah. into. Yeah, he's got to fucking <laughs> Just because you're not into it or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, and, that's, and that's the quote that I always do, which is where... The dad clearly knows that he's right, but then he just like he can't have an emotional conversation. He goes, "Yeah, well, uh, 
well, well who asked you? And just, <laughs> and just walks out. <laughs> that actor is really good at playing like yeah, a yeah. total Southern. Right. Cause he's like a plays like political figures yes, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And then there's a scene where he is now switched to <laughs> yeah. Polly's points. Casting uh, law. <laughs> uh, where he has the, he has the, the rollerblades and he like woos everyone because he can yes. like get down the early morning farming by making yes. it more efficient. Exactly. Yeah. Because uh, he, he doesn't let them beat the fat guy, beat him down. Right. Uh, and say, oh, you're some city boy that can't handle this shit. Yeah, he yeah. straps the fucking feed bags on his thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um, and he happens to be a fucking like former hacker computer nerd. Right. But as we know, he changed his whole deal when he uh, grew the dew, guzzled some brew. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to reinvent th- himself. We're crazy boys. <laughs> Grow snake through that out because I totally forgot about that too. Because isn't um, it him and the hacker kid become yeah, crazy boys? Yes, or exactly. Like that? <laughs> uh, oh, Encino Man. Yeah. Well, okay, we won't oh, go too far yes, down. Right, yeah. yeah. I heard <laughs> the Polyverse. <laughs> Welcome to the Polyverse. <laughs> you know, a bunch she's of not poly- my number one, <laughs> yeah. but like, she's pretty good. I love her, you know, she's part of the harem. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, there's just tons of like, this whole episode's full of just fake Obviously, it's CG, so it's fake. Yeah. But very fake, misleading footage. It's constantly just footage that's propagandizing the ancient astronaut theory, which it is the show Ancient Aliens. I get it. Yeah. But again, the show is at its most interesting when objective evidence is presented, mm-hmm. and then they have lots of different opinions about it, yeah. some from some from scientists, apparently not skeptics, as yeah. Sooks kicked their asses Atta out of hey. there, but, but I don't know. It just gets dull when it's the, the fucking regurgitation of the same fucking right. things all the time. Um, bu- 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 oh, <laughs> apparently a poll happened and was released to the public, which doesn't happen, so I don't even trust this poll, right. but whatever. Uh, I don't even trust this poll. <laughs> yeah. um, more than half of Chinese people believe in UFOs, apparently. So I'm like, okay, even if that's true or whatever, fine. Uh, and Medallion Man comes on and goes, uh, very up on Chinese culture, apparently, too, which I could totally see right. him with a you know an Asian fetish of some kind. But um, he says... It's incredibly popular in China to be part of a UFO community that's trying to make contact. <laughs> like, okay. Trust uh, me, I've started a lot of groups. Right. <laughs> uh, so one wonders if the Chinese government is seeing their interest in UFOs as something too strong to one day deny. So it's all of this like, are you trying to be like hope for the Chinese citizens yeah. and whatever? Freedom and, and, is ringing. Um, uh, 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 oh, I, this is where I just mentioned the moon, the dark side of the moon thing, which is so far uninteresting. Um, again, excited for more pictures they take and whatever, but also, how are I? Do, this sounds dumb, but do they have a flash on that camera? Because how right. are they going to take pictures of this really dark space where there's no sunlight? Um, I guess the aperture can be massive, pictures. or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe it'll be you know built by lidar, radar, lots of bounce backs, you know. Yeah. Um, the last little segment. It's one of those mini segments. Thankfully, they don't do just a shitty recap this time. But in 2011, they're now now it's a weird like pro but also fear China thing where it's the construction of the world's largest radio telescope that's specifically right. built to uh, gather uh, extraterrestrial intelligent extraterrestrial intelligent signals right. from outer space and it's called FAST, F-A-S-T. Uh, Nick Pope is on here and he says, the reflected dish will be 500 meters in diameter and will be the best piece of equipment for 20 or 30 years when it comes out or when it comes to radio astronomy. So they're saying this is going to set a new standard for that, which is cool. I think this thing's already in business. I mean, right. this episode's now four years old. But um, ancient astronaut theorists say this is proof that China's interested in aliens. And I'm like, 
who fucking cares? And you right. already have said that a billion times in the last seven minutes of the show. Right. Uh, Pope wonders, oh, they're trying to be the first government to disclose. And that's where I was like, not gave me appreciation for this episode, but I was like, oh, if I look back at the rest of the episode with that mindset, which I've been doing on the show, I guess that's kind of an interesting take of like, right. now it's this new space race, a new type right. of space race, right. you know? We'll be the first ones to discover or admit We will discover text. the space race, which See. is Japanese accent, not the See. Chinese. <laughs> what, they were Chinese that moved to the right. island of Japan. Yes. <laughs> the Hawaii of China. Yeah. Uh, we get a final sukler here, and he says, this dish was built specifically for the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Are they just brushing up on their history? Because China was visited in the remote past by extraterrestrials, just like all other countries. I'm like, okay. It's the same fucking, again, right. season one, basic basic bitch shit. Um, the episode has a lot of, oh, <laughs> the Chinese being mentioned. I wrote that here. Um, oh, and then I wrote the episode has no business being an episode, and that's right. pretty much it. So uh, didn't learn very much. Um, it's kind of just like, a, I mean, for 2016 especially is when, it was already prevalent, but this is where, you know, the what's funny is, is that movie business has taught people the most about the importance of Chinese money. Yeah. It's like, because all the Marvel movies and shit have to be marketable to China, and they'll literally make decisions about characters and scenes and editing and all well, these and things, adding or making a version. Just for China, yeah. Right, to, to, to please the Chinese well, money, because it's so important. I nowadays. mean, when I was in college business classes, uh, back in... Do you mean... Connor business classes. <laughs> I mean, it was wild. Uh, Starting to get like bra- uh, really the Rat Pack back there. Fucked. It was wild. Um, <coughs> what's it called? But even back then, in early two, you know, mid early two thousand, whatever you call it, uh, well, wow. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, if you're the NBA or the NFL and you don't have a plan for China, yeah, you will be failing." Right, right. They're like, "You need a plan now because." Like, the U.S. is capped right. at, like, how many people can love the fucking Lakers, the exactly. Clippers, the Pistons, whatever. Yeah. If you don't have a plan to, like, actually give people in China a reason to give a fuck about you, right. you're going to die. Right. And that was way back then. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like, now it's like, oh, all that's, like, actually coming to fruition. Like, uh, You think the XFL, are, re- the, the recently rebooted XFL has a chance? Are they going into China? They could, but... Yeah. Um, uh, Wyan Blar, uh-huh. <laughs> our friend, uh, who works at another place that makes things for your stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> he he worked in the NBA, but he worked as a merchandising person in China for oh, the NBA and to manage their stores and like right. merchandise and like do all that kind of shit for their stores in China. Right. Uh, so he probably got all the free orange chicken he wanted. Exactly. Yeah. He ate up that general so like yes. there was nobody's business. That shit is really good. It is. <laughs> it's it's hard to deny because um, it's just it's got just enough sugar to just keep you addicted to it. Going yeah, back just that more. sweet, sweet, yeah, um, sweet and savory, my friend. Yeah. It is the kettle corn of Chinese food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how you do it. That's gonna do it for this episode. Next week is the, the prototypes, prototypes, which, which seems, seems to be about, about uh, hominids. So, Australopithecus and uh, Homo erectorn and all that. Yes, yeah, Homo succacus. Yes, succacus. <laughs> Bring in the suck, is that one that Dempsey B said. Um, but yeah, uh, subscribe to the show, like the show, share the show with your friends if you like this show. Or if you only like the second half of the show, or only the first half of the show. Uh, 
Also, comment on our show, review our show, let us know what you think. Support us on Patreon if you would like two extra episodes every month. If you go on Patreon now, you get like, for five bucks, you go on there, you can download the past 30 fucking pieces of content. We don't have to leave. We just say, give us some money, we'll give you all you want. For five bucks, you get like fucking 80 hours of content on there right now, so... Um, yeah, subscribe on patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens and uh, that supports us to go to uh, more events and to uh, buy nicer chairs in the future and pay for hotel rooms and for to-go bags and guys exactly. on the internet so not only suck as much on the streets when we're out in the streets at Palm Springs they like pizza I'm one of those weirdos that kind of likes the leftover come better than the fresh come I mean just like like pizza, there's no bad cum. <laughs> yeah, you're always in the for cum. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> always for jail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, follow us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. And other than that, we're gonna flex these little buttholes until I can wrap it around my entire steering wheel and I steer home backwards from Steve's house. It'll be sweet train. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.